Right, so welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, I am your host, the Afro Boy, Prince of Afro Unity, uh, host of the Lost African Podcast. As you guys know, uh, we are for the betterment of all black people, all Afro people. Uh, you don't have to be black or Afro to be a part of the show. Um, but this show is uh, for the betterment of them. Now, whatever you learn from us, um, and proceed from us. You can use that towards your community as you see fit. Uh, we about to get into the usual segment. I know I've been going, or seem like I've been uh, laid back for a while. Uh, you know, studio had to relocate, so forth and so on. Um, but we're gonna get into it because we don't have for economics. Uh, I always came up with this segment because one of the main things that I like to talk about, um, along with culture is money, is financial literacy, because I feel like in the community, in the black household, we don't talk about these things enough. And so the first thing I want to talk about is the stimulus package. And no, the stimulus package does not really um, include money, or at least money in the form of like a stimulus check they're not really worried about that because we're progressing towards the era of reopening. Now, what is important is household. So the eviction ban, uh, which was supposed to be up at the end of August, did uh, very fortunately by the blessing gods and all that be uh, got extended. So it got extended to September 31st, 2021. Um, now the cons to that, so the cons to that actually after September 31st of 2021, this is mainly towards US right now, US uh, economics or economy. Um, after September 31st, the landlord does have the right to evict you. That means that that is supposed to be, that is supposed to be the end of the eviction ban and so on. Now, what that means, and I feel like what a lot of people forgotten, is that the eviction ban prevented your landlord from kicking you out during the pandemic. That did not mean that you don't owe rent because you have options. You can just continue to pay rent if you have the income to do that. Um, and if you don't, there is supposed to be rental assistance set aside for that. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, but the way that works on the landlord's portion is if they decide to, to evict you, there's also going to be a judgment towards the back rent that you owe. Whatever it is that you owe, they can put what's called a judgment in. Pretty much it's like a lawsuit. Now, this does not mean that there isn't uh, countermeasures involved with the landlord doing this. So with the new guidelines that if the landlord evicts you, and after the process of eviction, you're out on the street, um, there is a result in death that they perceive to be due to um, you being outside and the end result involving COVID or the pandemic or the virus from the pandemic. Um, there are fines up to $250,000, that means 250K and possible jail time um, between other outlets or news outlets up to a year. Now, full disclaimer, because I didn't give a disclaimer in the first few minutes. Um, anything I say 
uh, is strictly used uh, for, you know, entertainment purposes, um, educational purposes. This is all based on my opinion. Please do not take any of the things that I talk about, especially when I get into the conversation of money um, as fact. Please do your own research as we go forward. But, you know, we'll disclaimer. Now, there was a support system that was supposed to be in, in place to prevent this all the way back to like the beginning of the pandemic. So you've had renters and housing assistance. Now, what I'm about to say is more so specific to Illinois, but there should be similar stipulations for renters assistance per state in the country of the U.S. But this is this information right here is specific towards Illinois. So the Illinois Housing Development Authority had funded out up to 187,000 uh, funds or, or, or uh, loans and so forth, or rentals and housing assistance to help the renter to pay the landlord or the landlord to pay the mortgage. Now, one of the previous uh, guidelines or policies into that was this. If any landlord accepted the uh, assistance, renters or housing assistance on what they're eligible for, the landlord could not raise their uh, rents for up to five years. So let's say the pandemic did only last a year. If you accept it on, the, on you as the landlord, if you accept it, the uh, assistance rollout, you could raise your rents for up to five years. So for instance, if this was 2020, um, you can raise your, you could not raise your rents. You could not raise your rents uh, all the way up to 2025. After that, you can do what you want, but it will be stagnant. Um, the source for this is, of course, IHDA.org, which is Adenoids Housing Development Authority.org. Um, and that's that portion. Now, what we're going to get into outside of that is the infrastructure, which is the, at what they're calling the stimulus package. This is an infrastructure deal that was supposed to be the bipartisan deal saying that uh, each party is crossed out when Republican, when Republican Party, when Democrat Party uh, became to this mutual agreement. That's how they put it in the news outlet. Um, one of the things that we're going to drill in a little bit later, uh, especially was a new regulation that is supposed to be a positive to pay for the rest of the infrastructure package or deal. And infrastructure, mainly when they say that, they're talking about um, new buildings, refurbishing, you know, so roads, uh, extensions of rail lines, um, and so forth and so on parks and things of that nature. Um, but there, there are talks of having regulations in the forms of a crypto tax or a tax on crypto. Um, so if so for me, what that tells me, being an investor, because we're going to get into stock market, stock market portions in a minute, uh, is that this uh, push or trend towards a alternative form of, of currency and payment you know, because they have that whole contactless payment thing, um, is that the crypto space 
should be in the suggestion or estimated to to stay around. Like it's not going to go anywhere. That's just my suggestion. It's just my opinion. But yeah, so they're saying that in order to pay for the infrastructure infrastructure build, there's going to be a, a crypto tax, which to me was similar to uh, like in Illinois, they had a pop tax, right? Now, I have no idea where this pop tax of money went, <laughs> but it sure didn't feel like um, the things during that era of the, I believe that was 2015 up to till 2020, uh, the things didn't really change. It didn't really feel like they, they changed. Um, inside of that, so inside of that, uh, for the last two minutes or minutes or so, there is the child credit, right? So they have a child credit that was rolled out, I believe, last month of 2021 to where to help you through the pandemic. Um, they'll give you, I believe the ages are between 17. Any child that's a newborn to about 17, um, you'll get a $300 monthly um, bonus. And the way, because I actually have some, some friends and even coworkers who explain it as it's, um, it's basically the upfront cost on your tax return. That's, that's how they maneuver that. So whatever you don't use um, from the child tax credit, you can put that on your taxes. You know, so they're basically they're upfronting you the cash uh, up until the end of 2021. So July all the way up to December of 2021, you'll get it up to $300 tax credit to the end of the year. And you put that towards your tax credit or whatever you don't use. So moving on towards that, we're going to play into the stock market. We're going to go to the stock market. Um, then last 10 minutes or so, we'll, we'll talk about um, the pandemic. So on the ways of the stock market and how this affects the economy and this is even uh worldly is that the stock market actually hit new highs now there's a positive towards that everyone who has diversified portfolios you should be in the green uh, and even if you have uh more sector-based portfolios um like if you're heavy in tech if you're heavy in, in um, eco if you're heavy in um, industrial so forth and so on uh, it's been more of a positive run for you. Now, that does not mean that that will always happen. If you are an investor, you have to, um, excuse the phone, but you have to uh, be prepared for droughts, you know, um, speaking in, in slang, slang terminology or ebonics or urban creole, as I like to call it. Um, you know, same if it's a drought on the street, if it's a drought on the street. Um, you got to be prepared to weather the storm. And if you're an investor, it works both ways. Business is business. Um, that's that's a, the funny thing I learned about when I got into the stock market. All business uh, relatively follows the same flow down the river. Uh, now, with that being said, what is estimated to come out of this and the way money is moving, alternative currencies, um, they're saying that the estimated, the estimated by 2030, the U.S. is supposed to be the uh, top three out of 10 in the world, basically. It's going to be the top economic, uh, top, the third out of the top 10 economic countries by 2030. Um, and of course, that may be off of the backs or have some influence behind 
um, the upsell of electric cars. So the upsell of electric cars, and this is even going across the world, especially um, in, in Asia and even in the in the Europe world, uh, for even in mentions and like, if you own the ticker symbol NIO, uh, again, like I said, full disclaimer, anything I talk about is strictly my opinion, but um, you've probably seen good profits from ticker symbols like uh, NIO, which dealt with... Um, electric car companies, especially in the, the Asian world, uh, Apple, Microsoft, that had talks of building uh, electric cars or self-driving cars. And actually one of the things that in my portfolio, next to Apple, Apple's in my portfolio, uh, if you're trying to make uh, money on the long-term, because I am a long-term investor, you do have to view your, view your plays as you view yourself. I tell anybody that's going down the investing um, world, is going down the investing tunnel, tunnel, you have to understand who you are. Are you one who can lay back and wait on the funds for the next five to 10 years to grow and you're cool with that? Or are you the one who wants the daily hand over fist, you know, as we say, uh, hand over hand in the street type of money, which uh, in layman's terms, uh, means day trading. You know, are you swing trading, day trading? Are you trader? Are you a long term or short term? So forth and so on. Uh, one of the one of the stocks that I actually do have is ChargePoint. Um, ChargePoint is a company that constructs all the alternative electric car charging stations outside of Tesla because Tesla has developed their own charging stations. So if you do decide in the next, like say the future 2024, right? Since we're in 2021, say in 2024, they develop uh, other electric cars that do well on the street outside of Tesla. Uh, they will probably be the, probably, probably be the forefront uh in the, the the charging station world so hey there there are possible profits there maybe i don't know uh, but outside of that even in regards to uh travel there are also profits in travel because the world is trying to get back to normalcy that's the biggest thing um yes i want you to take the pandemic as seriously as you take the pandemic um regardless of what you hear me say as far as my opinions about how I, I decide to walk my life during the pandemic. That does not mean that I don't want you to feel safe in your choices. So if you decide to go and get medicated, get vaccinated, so forth and so on, more power to you. Because you are my follower, you are my listener, you are my brother, you are my sister, especially if you have African descent. Uh, I want you to uh, feel safe uh, as you walk this life through the pandemic. Um, but on that traveling, right? So you know, traveling industry, you can you can definitely see a, a rise in profits and probably even a rise in stocks because people want to get back to normal. They want to travel. They want to go on vacation. It's the summertime, uh, especially with the reopening in um, the U.S. economy and so forth. So if you were interested in that lane, you can look into stocks or these companies like Southwest, the airlines, you know, American Delta. Expedia, TripAdvisor, 
uh, and, and et cetera and so forth to where you can make money. There's a possibility in you making money in that. Uh, water, water, uh, foods and goods, services, products, things of that nature. Uh, and so forth. Clothing lines. Clothing lines, um, especially is a big push um, in the reopening uh, trend. You know, so, you know, people going to malls again. Live concerts is a big push. So, like, in the city, we just had a lot of Palooza. When I tell you, those were the most, the most amount of people I've seen on the screen in the entire year. It was crazy. But, again, if you're talking about making money, let's say uh what's live nation right live nation was one of the uh stocks on like my starlish wish list um to get into especially for uh the reopening tip because if you know people you know people uh you know ticket sales and so forth for the, the way it's it's a way for you to get into the music industry the concert industry uh without having to actually be an artist right you can make money off ticket sales through through investing in people like live nation um and a couple of the other entertainment industries um one of the companies oh warren brothers warren bros i believe i still have them in my portfolio uh so so things things of that nature sony sony samsung uh again apple apple music itunes people own soundcloud like like there so the, the beauty about the, the stock market for, for closing regards to be switched to the next subject um the beauty about the stock market that i love is that uh especially for my community it is a way for you to grow your money without the uh without the upfront risk of the justice system. If you're doing it the legal way, following all the guidelines and procedures, um, you can grow your money overnight. You can grow your money um, in a few months without the worries of street life. This is why I talk about this so much because um, where I'm from, because I'm from Chicago, Illinois, uh, there wasn't a lot of talk about alternative ways to make money. There wasn't a lot of talk in my household uh, about um, balancing, about business. There, there just there wasn't, um, and I won't put all the blame on, on my parents, on my family, because this is it's the, the community was like that. Because the same way my family was, my homie family was. It's just it wasn't a big conversation, which is why I wanted to change the narrative, and you started to see it. Uh, especially on my Facebook page. You know, my Facebook page is more like um, the community I grew up in. And when I started to see the conversation change to where I got homies that I grew up in the hood with, went to school with, um, they even started to talk about the stock market and, and forex and alternative ways to, to make money. I understood that as a as a mass, we were slowly starting to get the picture that we were falling behind in the in the economy in our economy and our neighborhoods were suffering because we don't have financial literacy, which is why I promote 
black businesses, supporting black businesses, and so forth. The black community can grow from supporting the black economy. Now, and this would even roll into the pandemic. So um, with the pandemic, you know, you have news outlets, you spin alternative stories, uh, who spin their own versions of the directive, right? And what I mean when I say that is, um, you know, whether you're listening to mainstream, whether you're listening to me, uh, whether it's on YouTube or on my podcast, uh, please make the determination for yourself. But in regards to the pandemic, how people are, are are handling the new information about a new strain called Delta, right? So they're calling Delta. I have no idea why they called it Delta, why they chose that name, but hey, that's what they're calling it. Uh, that the new strain that is out affects the people who are already vaccinated. So now you have people questioning, well, uh, what am I getting vaccinated for? What is the point if I'm still getting um, COVID in general? Now, what I researched uh, via Google, via news outlets, uh, BBC News, CNN, some citing some of my sources where you can also look up this information. You can also look on um, the CDC actual website. But I generally just asked this question, typed in Google, what was the vaccine meant to do? Because I, I feel like people uh, are assessing it as if I take the vaccination, then I'm not going to get COVID, right? I'm good. I can go about my life. I don't have to wear masks anymore. That's that's how they're, they're putting it in the pot. But from my understanding, what the vaccine is meant to do is to help you develop your already ecosystem in your body, um, whether it's faster or stronger, help you develop uh, an immune system to fight it off. It does not prevent you 100% from getting it, which is why you have news outlets that are saying, well, vaccinated people are getting it. That's because it, it, it was not meant for, it was not meant to prevent you from getting it. It was meant to give you a stronger immune system to fight it, to prevent, uh, death or, or any stipulation is causing death by the effects of, of the pandemic, of the virus of the pandemic. So it was not meant for you to prevent from getting it at all. No. From my understanding, like I said, don't take everything I say as facts. Uh, but it was just meant to be a, a extra barrier to make your immune system stronger, to fight it off, to keep uh, hospitalizations down, especially in elders who have other complications. Now, where I want to turn this towards um, is actually in the motherland. And it, 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 even here in, in the diaspora, especially, and even us as human beings, all uh, people, whether you're Asian, Latino, uh, you know, Caucasian, so forth and so on, um, the mental strain on top of the physical strain of dealing with the pandemic, right? So with that, uh, in Africa, there was worries over the pandemic that even affected them um, mentally. You know, there's their podcast, shout out to uh, Africa Daily, which I do listen to. 
um, Africa BBC, uh, to where I'll, I'll give references about the economy and so forth, uh, to where, you know, our brothers and sisters in the motherland, Africans in the motherland, uh, develop forms or PTSD in general. Um, and even with the vast, uh, you know, push towards education and healthcare with the development of doctors. Shout out to uh, my modern day Nigerian um, ancestors, because I have Nigerian blood. Uh, more than a quarter of me is is specifically Nigerian. Um, you know, there's one doctor to every nine to a hundred patients that uh, develop anxiety, social anxiety, uh, any type of anxiety that is that was progressed due to the pandemic um, and not only on that uh through through the structure of having to deal with this on the collapse of the world economy because remember this wasn't just uh affected in the us this was affected the world's economy in the islands in the motherland in asia in europe this affected everyone's way of life so they were lost job lost jobs unemployment living costs and so forth and so on um, in the motherland. And that can um, put on a lot of strain, you know? So they, they always say that uh, how you feel mentally can affect you physically. Uh, you know, I, I've heard that. Um, and even going deeper into uh, Africa and the economy, the Zambia, which actually came up on the uh, African Daily um, podcast, shout out to them from BBC News, uh, Zambia is having their election, right? And it all hopes for every African African country to come out positive on the front of dealing with the pandemic, dealing with uh, politics, dealing with getting uh, Africa as a whole to unite from North, South, East, and West, because we are what? The one melanated people, we are one family, one nation. you know, so you have, excuse me if I butcher their names, uh, Edgar Logo, which is the current president. And then you have um, who they like to call Nietzsche, uh, Ikali, I believe. I'm, I'm very bad at pronouncing their names, but you have his opponent who, who uh, Lungo's opponent is a self-made millionaire he got his uh, degree from the University of Zambia, mainly in economics and economic management. Um, and he's been pushing his co- his campaign as far as being pro-poor, getting the economical structure um, back in order, progressed in Zambia, um, which is one of the many countries in Africa that is that e- that's economy has been affected. Um, drastically so you know because because more people are like well we we the, the pandemic is here we're, we're at that point where we're dealing with what this is right and so now since we're dealing with what this is as african descended people as black people we're more so focused on well how can we survive through this right so the worries are more so uh you know the way of living the cost of living job costs so he's pushing towards that where you have um, a more seem to be the current president uh, who's rerunning is more seems to be in the more traditional space saying that um 
you know, I've tried to test out some of these options, uh, whether it's been suggested by uh, my party or, or, um, or uh, administration, uh, you know, so we're just seeing that as a goal is where he's saying, well, hey, you know, with, with my vision of economic growth, uh, which is the opponent, we can get through this. Now, what is supposed to be a positive as a whole before we before we close is BBC News says that there is a agreement for the AGOA, which is the African Growth uh, Opportunity Act, which what that means is that they allow the exports of African goods to companies without import taxes. You know, so that brings money to the motherland. And here's how we can uh, use that to our advantage in the diaspora as Black people trying to create an, an African um, economy between one another, a Black economy between one another. Black businesses can start, especially with the awakening of Africanness, African-Americans, Afro-Americans, Afro-Caribbeans, the Black people um, wanting to get more intertwined with their Africanness, connect with one another, talk with one another, another uh you know, dress uh, as one nation who understands themselves through knowledge of self, we can then uh, exchange money with one another. So Africans can, Africans can uh, support black businesses while black businesses uh, export goods. And I don't believe goods just pertain to clothing lines. It could be food, it could be services, it could be healthcare, it can be all the industries that make an economy strong. Um, so that's my closing statements. Um, shout out to the sponsors. I'm your host, the Afro Boy Prince of Afro Unity. And I will holler at y'all later. Now, I always and remember I am for the betterment of all black people, all Afro people. You don't have to be black to be a part of my show. Anybody and anybody can support and come on, and I'll holler at y'all later.